What is up, Fight Club League Nation and the Fight Club League members? Thanks for joining the Pump Fake Podcast, brought to you by the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. I am Benny P, and joining me as always is the Kalua P. Sweezy. Say what up to the people, P. Sweezy. What up to the people, P. Sweezy? <laughs> we we aim to uh, uh, cover all the content, notable topics, and matchups from the Fight Club Fantasy Football League. We make no promises on time, but we do make promises on effort. Patrick, really though. How do you think one out of ten effort? How do you feel like we brought it today? Passion. If you're gonna rate this podcast one out of ten, what would it be? Fifteen hundred. Passion was intense. Yep. Matchups, titillating. We get into some stuff, so Patrick's gonna tell us about that. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. It's quite the beefer, so uh, perk those ears up and listen, would you? You're gonna to want to stick around for the whole entire thing. <laughs> All right. All hour and forty five minutes. The whole entire thing, because. We talk about so much, and most of it is fantasy-related Okay, as a nice little change of pace. For you, Evan S. <laughs> yep. We, uh, we start off talking about some of the managerial rankings and stuff that came out this week in the group me, which we like to see. Talk mm-hmm. about the efficacy of it in our nice. group here. Um, then we get into our shots, 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 oh, shots, yeah. shots, of course, which includes some... TVR discussion, some forum playbook discussion. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to hear all of that. Mm-hmm. All of that up in your ears. Mm-hmm. Then we get into some Travers. Oh, yeah. Not a lot, but a few. And then it's Rivalry Week! It is Rivalry Week in Fight Club League Nation. Oh, baby. Um, so we talk about the matchups. We talk about our matchup. Get into the dirty deets. The battle of the podcast hosts. And I started the sweating. I started sweating around that part in the conversation. Yeah, I bet you did. I bet you're terrified. Yeah, okay. Petrified. Scared of me. Um, then we get into the most important segment, which is our announcements. So yeah. stick around for those and shouts out Keely Bing. Happy holidays. We love all you guys. Have a great week. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the pod. We've got, uh, what is today? It is Wednesday at 10.07, the 21st. We're excited to get this podcast rolling. How is the eight and a half doing? They're happy. Holiday season. Can I get a, can I get a fa-la-la-la-la over there, Patrick P? Fa-la-la-la. You've got some reverb going. Do you know that? I turned it down. I had there it going. Go. Thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fa-la-la-la-la. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. What are we drinking to get started here? Man, let me tell you what we're drinking tonight. We started off... Shots, 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 shots. Literally, I made you a cinnamon latte shot. Just for just for funsies. A little bourbon cream, a little Kahlua, and some signature ingredients. Delish. And then, um, now we're sipping on a little latte. I feel like we've taken the grown-up step that we needed for this podcast. Yeah. We should be drinking coffee. Coffee. The for problem sure. that worries me is that we're going to stay up late. Well, sorry, that we're going to stay up too late, like that the caffeine won't let us sleep. Mm. Um, does any of that scare you at all? No, because I could literally shoot 500 milligrams of caffeine right into my veins and then lay down and fall asleep. I can't do that. So we'll see. I'll, let, I'll let you know how tonight goes. Um, we'll be but playing NFL This is Blitz. the grown-up decision. This is the grown-up decision. You're right. Coffee. Coffee to get us through the podcast. You said NFL Blitz? 
Yeah, I was just saying, you know, we're going to be playing NFL Blitz till like 3 a.m. anyway. Really, really excited. I bought NFL Blitz, um, the original one. We're going to be playing that on the N64 after this is all said and done. So if this podcast seems very, very focused and to the point, that's because we are motivated to play something afterwards. So with that being said, let's get to our first topic here. Keely Bing, the fan update, want to highlight this as we get into the pod. Keely, shouts out. Glad to have you listening, as always. Here's the update. Yep. Plain and short, or plain and simple. Um, Keely did not make the playoffs. It's unfortunate. We're all sad about it. It's rough. But in the midst of her um, email, it was... Um, I guess the moral of the story was she had the first pick this season. Right. She took JT. It has boned her, more or less. Well, dang it. <laughs> Come on, off, Ben. Off to a rough start. <laughs> Sorry, it has... Uh, it's it's really put her in a tough spot. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Because he did get injured in the last game. Um, to my benefit, not to Keely Bing's benefit, but to my benefit, JT did only score 1.8 points last game and she had a question in she a close a question. matchup by the way oh i mean a, close a barn burner um she had a question for us okay the hot well she said how is the person all right this is my official request of segment on the pod reviewing all fight club league members who had the first round draft pick and where did they finish at the end of the season is this the kiss of death is this the kiss of death? The first round pick. The yes. first draft pick overall. Right. So, which brings us to... Which is hard for us to, to tell, I guess. It is. So, Keely, to you, so that you know some context here, because we did an auction draft, it's the appropriate way to draft, and if your group of fantasy league members wants to graduate mature into a proper fantasy format, auction is superior. But it does make it diff- difficult to identify one said first round pick person because we bid on every single person and everybody has equal rights to that person. So with that being said, I went ahead and did the math at the highest valued player, Mm -hmm. which would have been pretty much synonymous with the first round pick in most snake drafts, JT $70 in our league, $70 in our league. That is the highest um, in the league. So that would have been the first pick. In the draft. That's so. For context, we have a two hundred dollar budget going yes. into the draft. So seventy dollars out of two hundred dollars is substantial, and it would top the charts. Um, second behind that was Christian McCaffrey with sixty five. Looks like or Cooper Cup with sixty five. So I think that's the next tier down. I could be wrong, but for okay. the most part, we've nailed the very very first pick. So, so Isaac so, drafted right. Yep, Isaac. Okay. Isaac, and so. <clears throat> Kiss of death, I'm not sure. The results of Isaac's matchup um, technically are still being, there's still ramifications here for Isaac. Is Isaac still in the running? But he is in the poop bowl and has lost his first round. So he's going into a second round of the poop bowl. So to answer your question, is it the kiss of death? I don't know. Well, let me see how early on he traded him. Let Let me pull this up. Okay, so we traded him to Griff November 3rd. November 3rd. Which would have been, I can look up what week that is in a second, but here's the haul he got. 
can actually tell you. So Jonathan Taylor, Michael Thomas, got it. Jerry Judy, Antonio Gibson, and Khalil Herbert. Wow. He did get a haul. Well, that's... I'm no, I'm saying, wow, that's bad. Oh. But <laughs> but Jonathan Taylor was not great this season. So, but yeah, Jerry Judy, Antonio Gibson, Khalil Herbert, those are those were not league winning players, obviously. Yeah, you've got a point there. So um, here's what I'll tell you about the dates. So I have I to check those. the TVR to see where they landed on that. I'd like to see the TVR this week after okay. all the injuries. But anyway, yeah. What day was that? November third. November third. Two thousand twenty-two. Year our Lord. Week nine. Week nine. Week nine. Okay, yeah. so right about halfway through the season. Yeah. A little after. There's three trades that week, and that was one of them. Okay. So I don't know. So I guess it's a good point because you held on to JT Keeley speaking to you. You held on to JT the whole entire season. I have and... some insight into that. Like she was asking me, she was trying to make trades. She was. Yeah. She was seeing what I was seeing. It was like Shopping. you need to get yeah. Jonathan Taylor out of here. Yep. At some point, but I don't think she found any suitors. And then that's how you get boned in the playoffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. That's the last uh, thing. Sorry, sorry, Keely. Sorry that you didn't make the playoffs. We were, we were all following. So league update, Keely did not make the playoffs, and um, she lost to her formidable opponent, cousin, I believe it was. Was it? Um, yeah, I think it was. Wow. Okay. Same so, cousin that was trying to get that nasty trade off? You know, let me just. Hard to know. Hard to know. Yeah, I, you know, I want to tell you, but I, I don't. I read the I read the beautifully read email or the beautiful written email, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. So we're not gonna look it up right now. Not gonna get the knapsacks, but yeah. thank you for the update, Keely. We care about mm-hmm. you. We care about where you're at. Go win that poop bowl, and by win, I mean try not to be the last place finisher. And just to speak overarchingly on the subject, okay, real quick. Um, if you did have the number one overall pick. That means you have to wait until the end of the second round of draft again, yep, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you're drafting Jonathan Taylor, who is going to end up like RB24 right now, RB23 right now. And then by the end of the season, even worse. Yep. Yeah, that, that screws you right there. That, that is not what you want from your number one overall the pick. The term would be boned, but yeah. Yeah. So unless you really got some steals at that 2-3 turn, um, it's gonna it's gonna take you down pretty hardcore, and then not not just to mention all the facts, all, all the weeks you had to have Jonathan Taylor stuck in your lineup just because his name is Jonathan Taylor, that he absolutely dropped duds through the beginning of the season. So that's another part of it is that because he's on your team, you have to play him. You gotta play him. How it is? You give up too much <clears throat> equity, you're not gonna find the non-start there. So yeah, shouts out to Keeley. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate appreciate your 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 uh, listenership. Let's move on. Connor has gone so far as to set up managerial rankings, okay, or yeah. at least started the process in which I wanted to ask you right off the jump, Patrick P. Yeah. Do you do you like this idea? What do you is from? I mean, where are your initial thoughts when I say managerial rankings? I love it. I think the more uh, you love it, the more quantitatively we can talk about how some of us are better than others. I think we should jump right on it because it just brings more content. What do they say? Uh, they say out there in the world, um, content creates culture. I've heard. I've heard it said. What's the other by thing some really smart say? people? What do, what do other people say? That we're a winner loss league. Action breeds act- activity, or activity and points breeds for. more activity and points for and points for. 
yeah, no, I'm excited about it. I uh, wanted to ask you, just kind of dumping, jumping right into the weeds here. Mm-hmm. Do you trust the process uh, as to how these are put together? So Is there a spreadsheet made... involved? Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, I trust the process. Okay. <laughs> well, well played. Well played there. Um, I'm sitting here looking at him like it's crazy. I was like, what, did you not look at the spreadsheet? And he's like, well, there's one in there, so I'm good. But no, mm-hmm. wanted to ask you his allocation. These obviously can be tweaked. I don't know how he mm-hmm. came to his conclusion on these things, but trying to... I think it was just a gut reaction. Sure, sure. But he's he's putting it up to the to the league as yeah. a crucible. Well, so here we are. So here we are yeah. covering the covering the topics. Three points per playoff win. Thoughts on that? Talking to the all time. Um, <clears throat> You're playoff. talking a weighted at like so against all of the different categories. The playoff win has a weight of three. Is that what is that what we're saying here? Yep, that's exactly how it is. So every yep. single playoff win that you've had is plus three. Now, give I me some context. What's well, a what's a what's a one point? Category. I'm so confused. Um, they're all here in okay, front of you. Let me so see. as I'm Show me so the there doc. is no one. There is no one. So okay. What what are the other categories? Because I don't remember off the top of my head. Only other so one got... is points four for this season, which I don't know necessarily how they're allocated exactly, but essentially taking into consideration um Okay, hold on. Let me let me read what you've thing... said here. So three points for playoff win is what you're right. saying. Five points for appearance mm-hmm. in playoffs. You show up, you get five points. Fifteen points for a ship. So this is not what I was I was thinking. Okay. So five points for runner-ups, yep. and then points for conversation. Right. You know, some so other stuff. taking those into consideration, he's got some kind of algorithm or okay. percentage that he's taking into consideration, and mm-hmm. there are a deduction of points for worst manager awards and poop uh, poop champions. Okay, but you don't have it all laid out here right now. Uh, technically, no, it's not okay. all there. I'm okay. only leaving out the minus five. Uh-huh. For the worst manager award, okay, and I believe it's minus two for the poop bowl. Okay, um, for the Perfect. poop champion. So thoughts on those? Yeah, those allocations. Yeah, I think a, a championship should be the highest weighted, and I mean that makes sense. You get there, you take home. Stack correction: It's minus five for worst manager and minus five for poop bowl. Both of those are just minus five outright. So minus five for poop bowl. Taking away essentially takes your, away a playoff appearance. Takes away a playoff appearance. Takes up takes away a runner up. Well thought through. That's well thought through. I, no, I'm serious. Yeah, okay. if, if you make the playoffs and that one year, and then you make the poop bowl the next year, that's a 50-50 managerial output, I would say. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You every poop bowl should take away one playoff appearance. I'm in on that. Okay. Um, a playoff win, three points. I like that. Um, let's see. So if you, okay, I think what we need to add here then, I'm listening, is a category for. If you get into the playoffs and you're a bye week, yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, where so I was you need to at. add some weight there because so, you're not going to get as many wins in the playoffs even if you win the championship. Right. So it's funny you say that because I would like to um, discuss this. It is being kept. The records are being kept for bye weeks that are given. Number one and number two seats. We have that since um, 2018. Have all the data there, all the playoff data. Uh, with that being said, you are looking at the man with the most playoff wins in Fight Club League history. Because... Wait, is there a mirror somewhere? <laughs> nice. Um, no, is that you? Really? Yeah, it is. Okay. I have, I'm 4-0 and right now. You're 4-0? and yep. That's impossible. No, it's not. 2018, I went six seed, went all through, and won the championship. So you're 3-0. and Oh, and you've only made lost. the playoffs twice. Never lost. Yeah. But, but you've I... only made the playoffs twice, right? True. Okay, okay. But, I, but again, the playoff appearances, yeah, I mean, only two, but I guess. So you've only made the playoffs twice, to be clear. I don't want to get into this, but yeah, 
All that I was going to point out. You're undefeated because you couldn't get there the other years. Got it. Okay, keep going. I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. I'm not saying anything about your Are you a Michael resume. Jordan guy or a LeBron guy? Michael Jordan, obviously. <laughs> I'm so a logical human. So he made the playoffs, he won, right? Right. But so, how many times did he not make the playoffs? Out of how many years? All right, okay. This is, okay, just... We got a small sample size here. You exactly. made the playoffs fifty percent of the time. We've only got four years under our belt here. Going in, this is our fourth year. 2018, 2019, 20, No, yeah, twenty. We got four years under our belt. This will be our fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> we need to track the. They have been tracked, and so yes, I would say there needs to be a point allocation for the number one seed. An additional, you know, on top of your playoff appearance, like two, maybe three or something like that. And then the points four, I did the math real quick looking at the graph that he put together. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's 24 points given out for the number one um, points four person. Okay. And then it trends down in position. So essentially two points per position as to where you are. If you're 12th, you're going to get two points. If you are the first, then you're getting 24. Okay. I don't know. So he's putting <clears> it together. Uh, obviously me and you both like it. I mean, I'm in. I want to tweak this thing. I want to get it want down to, to the minutiae. I've already added it to the big data as far as like where the position will be. It'll be in your all-time standings. You'll have your record. You'll have your percentages. And then right under there, you'll have your managerial score. Bang. Yeah, yeah it's like a QBR. I mean, yeah. It's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Johnson asked about it. And, <laughs> and, uh, and Connor responded with, by far in every single metric, you're the worst manager in the league. So I do not value your opinion. <laughs> Moving on. So, I think that's a... A great, you know, you've you've got the fence posts now that you can, yeah. you can start to measure people by, and um, yeah, and then you can turn that into more trash talk, more content for the league. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, all yeah. in. All right, <laughs> let's talk about something else. <laughs> Me and you were discussing this a little bit in, earlier. TV deal with the NFL. I tried to do some research as to what the most recent contractual agreement oh, with like Sunday ticket stuff. Well, Sunday ticket, um, all those dish. Um, I was able to find out, I'm pretty sure dishes contract runs up this year. It does. Yeah. And with dishes contract running up this year, I'm pretty sure NFL plus is primed to take that, <clears throat> okay. uh, is the objective NFL plus to snag that. What if YouTube wins that? it though? Oh, I, I mean, yes, please, please. Yes, please. But then we, oh man, NFL Plus, I think literally was on the shelves and stocked and ready for this very purpose. But I think it makes okay. Well, I'm just mean, saying, like that's I, that's the that's the word on the street. It makes more word sense the for them Google. to sell it to somebody, though, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Because like, what do you? Why do you need it to be an NFL Plus thing if you can sell it to somebody for a bajillion dollars? Man, I, you know how this world is, man. It's a subscriber world right now. So mm-hmm. if you can get your End whole entire. God. Anyways, the Saturday heyday. What the freaking F is this about? What? Saturday heyday. You switched gears on me. I did. TV deal doesn't really matter. The reality is that everybody should be primed up, be ready to jump onto whatever program to be able to get the most NFL access that you possibly can when the time comes. But we're looking at our lineups and everything's going on, and I'm wondering how in the world did I have a whole entire Saturday slate on, I repeat, Saturday? Yeah. So the looking down the line is literally Saturday. That's what looking we down the line here. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, not I mean nine, ten, eleven games. No, no, no. Yeah. Ten games. Ten games on Saturday. Yeah. Because of Christmas. 
Is that actually what it is? I mean, was it yeah, all going to be Sunday and it's just... I, I mean, I don't know when they made a decision. What, sure why is, why would Christmas year. Eve be better than Christmas? I, I feel like they're both... I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I mean, I guess you. the argument is that families are getting together on Christmas Day more often than Christmas Eve, so there's less people turning on the TV because they're at obligations at family functions where they're traveling, all this stuff. Christmas Eve, I guess... Not as much of that going on, so you've got more football. Not because you know no one's focusing on the main event on Christmas Day. If you say so, man. I just um, I think it makes sense because we're me and you. I guess my question would be me and you. Were we both surprised when we saw how many games were on Saturday? I was shocked. Yeah, I literally pulled up my shock matchup and all shock and all shock and all shock and all shock and all rock chalk Jayhawk. <laughs> Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. That sounds like a place in like the north. Jeremy Shocking. It was Jeremy Shocking. It was, uh, what was, what was your team? <laughs> Cook Till Brown. Oh, the, you've uh, had some gems. Mixon Graham. Mixon Graham, Cook Till Brown. Right. Yeah, Mixon Ingram, Cook Till Brown. That was your Thank dumb you. name. Um, yeah, no, I looked up the match. I pulled up my matchup, and literally only two players play on Sunday. And I was, I was shock and awe. But yeah, it, it makes sense. Whenever I when I pulled up the calendar and said, "Okay, right. Christmas is on Sunday," I guess it makes sense. But we still got games on Sunday. Still got games on Sunday. That's like a Thanksgiving Day deal. There's like three games. Just crazy to me. So it is wild. Whatever. I mean, I don't know how these players go. Here's the thing. A little bit of insight. We can kind of get off this topic, but um, pay per view fighters. Okay, your Floyd Mayweather's your. Money Mayweather, um, your boxers, your Conor McGregor, time, your primetime players—they operate on a different sleep schedule. What because you... their fights start at midnight, mm-hmm. so you will not be going to bed. You don't want to be getting in your your rhythmic clock, your body clock, oh. at midnight because you're going okay. to bed. And now I'm getting primed for a fight. They literally change their schedule and sleep differently accordingly. This is this is maybe the most helpful thing you've ever said on the podcast keep going wow man thank you yeah. uh, i got it from a tiktok or got it from i don't know got it from a youtube short yeah. but yeah like they will alter their schedules they'll stay up late tur so that their prime energy and adrenaline is running at the appropriate times that the fight's going to be wow so i would like to think that these nfl players there is thursday games there are sunday games and there are monday games i get that mm-hmm. but we're pulling a saturday change up it's a whole day different that could be your family day that could be your mm-hmm. two a day. You got one in the morning, and then maybe you go hang out with the family or something like that. Then you got one in, one in the afternoon, and then you're hanging with your family the whole day. Meanwhile, we're asking you, instead of sitting down at the dinner table, Kirk Cousins or um, you know Derek Carr, and having a ham sandwich, ham and cheese sandwich at 1 o'clock, I'm asking you to not get brutally murdered by a defense. Yeah. And to go through your progressions in right. 3.48 seconds, seconds or get sacked. Right. I'm so- worried. So I think that this, in an NFL standpoint, is not something that's managed by the players, obviously. The no. teams are then taking the, the handle of this. So where you're actually seeing the difference is if you played last Sunday or if you played on Monday, you're practicing on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. Oh, yeah, your whole entire you're, – you're just – So whole... you're moving up your practice schedule that week. So the team is saying, okay, be here Tuesday morning. We're practicing. And then we're getting out a, an injury report on Tuesday instead of Wednesday because you've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. and then you've got your walkthrough. The third day. The third day. 
And then, so then you've got your game day on Saturday and, and travel day and all that stuff is the day before. So, yeah, so it's the team has to take a grip of this and say, hey, players. Hey, players. We're Conor McGregor right now. We need to get our we need to get ourselves right. We got to get our circadian rhythm on point. I mean, honestly. So yeah, I mean that I I've never heard that that boxing thing. Or I had never UFC heard it thing. until that short. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So like the, the teams, yeah, they're just practicing earlier in the week. So it's just a thing where I guess okay, let's think about the people involved in this instead of just thinking about the marketing and all that stuff. Let's think about ourselves. Some players now, since they're playing on Saturday, get to be home for Christmas. And then other players are just like, well, Aww. screw you. You're not home uh, for Christmas. You're playing on Sunday. That's a great point. I wonder, I would like to see the crossover between the players that are playing on on Christmas and played on Thanksgiving. And for see if there's Thursday, any. Thursday, Monday, please. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, the players that play on Saturday get to be home on Christmas. And maybe that, I would like to think that the NFL is thinking about the people, oh, but I think they're actually not. just... What whatever makes us the most money is what they're thinking of. Absolutely, so, not a chance. Viewership's higher on Christmas Eve, obviously. It's but also, anyway, well, it's also one of these things. I'm pretty sure Saturday, going back to somewhat of a TV deal, the NFL Network is what is playing these games on Saturday, because ABC what? and NBC, like, okay, so last Saturday, the NFL Network was playing that Vikings game. Okay, it was not ABC. It was not your normal broadcast. Is that true for this weekend with the main know. slate on yeah, Saturday? I, I'm not sure on that. No way. I I don't know. I Christmas Eve comes with its own set of ABC baggage, too. You're right. Maybe they worked it out ahead well, of time. Right. Because last week there was only a few games on Saturday. But all those Rainfall Network. So all that. Right. Just, yeah, so but know. this week I would expect the main networks to have it because the main slate is Saturday. They got the same TV deal going on as it would be a Sunday. That would be my my. We'll see. Guess. You'll, know, you'll see. Yeah. We shall see. And I'm hoping Red Zone is on Saturday instead of Sunday. It's got to oh be. Oh, my goodness. I haven't even thought about that. Got to be. Got to be. Hanson's working on Saturday. What if they so he can miss be home it? For what if they miss it? Yeah, they're like, oops. <laughs> hmm. Hanson doesn't miss. Yeah. All right. Well, that, uh, that's good talks, good chats. So let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up and um, let's get to our shots, huh? Yeah. Everybody is on. Shots, 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 shots. All right, let's get into some shots here. Got a few things we want to discuss. Griffin, our sweet, sweet lad, our boy, our young buck, Connor's little brother, mm-hmm. Griffin Fulkerson, uh, put together what we call in our league the TVR, um, long for trade value retention. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about it just a little bit. I'll start by giving Griffin a round of applause. Well, hold on. Nope. No. Nope. Round of applause going. Here's what I here's what I want to say about that. This is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's a collab. All right. It's not just Griffin. Griffin. Shouts out to Luke S as well. <laughs> Too many buttons. Yeah, the laugh made it seem like the laugh made it seem like you're making fun of one of them. Which one are you making fun of? I'm making fun of me to be clear. hitting the buttons. Not to, sure. to get political. Not to get political. <laughs> All right, so 
it is a collab. It is a what we call a remix. Um, sure. Two amazing artists going toe to toe. Chris Brown and Rihanna. <laughs> Funny because they, uh, that was, yeah, that was something. They came did. together to create a beautiful product, like marriage. Okay. Like baby. Like a baby. Like a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about it. Trade value retention, man. Um, where were you positioned in this? I think I was somewhere like right. I was just positive. Just positive. I was just positive. I wasn't negative. I was just a little bit positive. But if they would have waited one more week, I think I'd be very positive because Damian oh, Pierce got injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. True. true and true. and the Cardinals lost their quarterback, which has to lower DeAndre Hopkins a little bit. But I guess that's a net negative. That's a net gain for me because yeah. I created for him and that trade him away any metrics that you would any any part of the system that you found yourself being like ah, i'm not so sure about that no i think it was all perfectly done pristine condition um favorite part of it um is it the data itself or is it the uh is it the is it the is it the uh the breakdown by my, lucas my favorite part was the data-driven part of it, but also my favorite part was the analysis. Mm, interesting. I like how you did that. Yeah. But my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say too. You know, if I were to put it simply, it would be something along the lines of, you know, because there's things about it, you know, there's things about it, but I would definitely say something like, you know, love the data. Big data. You're a big data guy. Big data guy. Yeah. But? Love the data. But it did also crush it from a humor standpoint. Yeah, yeah. You know? So to be able to crush it on both categories really makes you think. And I wanted to say that. Should these guys start their own podcast? Honestly? Honestly? (laughs) Please? Honestly? (laughs) Can I? Honestly? Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say from the other perspective, honestly, I really love the, humor honestly, and the analysis side. Okay. I really love the humor and analysis side, but okay. Did you see something wrong with it? The data also crushed it as well. Okay. Good. good so good, I love the, good, the data good. side of it as well. Yeah. Big praise from the pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries incorporated. So here's what I will say. I do think it's interesting mm-hmm. and I'll be honest. Uh, another great year for me. Uh, I finished number three positive. Somehow. Um, yeah, you keep doing it. Yeah, no, no, no. And again, it's not my... Uh, it's not my... You realize it's not your skill involved. It's just Thank how you. the cards fall. It's literally yeah. that's literally exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> is It is not my skill. Uh, it is only my fortune. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because I got a lot of benefit to the three-piece trade that I did. I only really took on five different people, but I traded away four. But in the mix there, I'm pretty <clears> sure there was more involved. There were seven. All this to say is that I'm getting accredited for points of players on my team that I traded away. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's interesting. It, it balances out. Right. It, it very easily could have hurt me more, um, just as much as I think the numbers were this season uh, benefited me. But it's the same way that if you were just going to uh, – can't think of if you were just going to machine gun trade then that means that you have a lot of people to that have some value on there the reality is that i don't think any of those players got hurt so for those reasons 
the value balanced out. Whereas if mm-hmm. let's just say two of the seven people that were in and off my team within an hour time span, that would have dragged me right into the dirt. Mm-hmm. So like Garrett Wilson was a prime example, literally just traded him for $2 a fab ended up sending him off to the waiver wire. But because he is a value late in the season, now I'm benefiting from that. And that's not, you know what I mean? Like that's not mm. actually, I didn't do anything with that. That wasn't right. good insight and I didn't benefit from him being good either. I just mm. benefit from him having value at the end of the season. So I can see that wow. and know that that's a bit metric. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah I, like I, I never, I didn't. So think. did you drop Garrett Wilson? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, before, he, I mean, before he was good. So right. made a trade with Connor, got him on my team. And then the fact that he was on my team and then I traded him away and he was good later meant good things for my um my tvr okay so whatever uh i appreciate all the data and i appreciate all the hard work if we haven't said it enough there's so many good things about the tvr the trade value retention but there are things that are also awesome about it so if you don't know now you know tvr is awesome it's a hard thing to analyze. It really is. It's mm-hmm. a hard thing to put in it, a succinct format the way actually. they did. Um, but I appreciate it so much. But I appreciate it. It's important to evaluate the trades. It's important to evaluate the trades. I think so. And I, I think really that is where Luke S's input right. comes in. Is exactly. like he can catch some of those things of like That's the data said. thinks this. Yep. But I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you right now, right here, it's simple right now, just like the Apple do. I'm going to tell you right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Sip. Sip on that coffee, bro. Get some of that caffeine up in you. So, thanks again, Griffin. Thanks again, Lucas. Appreciate you guys, all the hard work you're doing. Let's move on. <laughs> Forum related. Playbook. Forum related. Playbook related. Got it. Division discussion, interesting wrinkles. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Good mythical morning. Uh, here's the thing. I sent a uh, I sent a gif. Evan was hot one day on the group me. Did you see that? I mean, I'm sure I did. Can you remind me? He was pissed at like the world. Yeah. Yeah. Give me an example. I can't. Oh, but I remember. Give me sending, an anecdote. Well, I remember sending a GIF of a truck running through traffic, mm-hmm. and then running off a bridge. Yeah, and that was Evan. He was just on a path a crazy of destruction. He's a crazy train. I mean, it was a bye week. He had his hands were. Yeah, it was the devil's playground. In the midst of that hot to trot Thursday afternoon for Evan S, he mentioned something. Uh, that I thought was interesting. Worth uh, bringing to the forum. Okay. The playbook. Got it. Taking the divisions one step further, each division champion retains control of their division. And the other nine managers, not sure if nine is the right number, managers are reshuffled between them. Hmm. Okay. Pretty sure it's not nine, but... Um, no, it is. I honestly need to do the math on this. Help me out by what he's saying. There's three divisions. Right. So the winner of the division keeps their division. Okay. And then okay, the this remaining actually, managers are shuffled. Is that what you're saying? The remaining managers? That would mean that there's 11 remaining managers. No, three. There's three divisions. Okay. So the leader of each division keeps Four, their division. Eight, 12. Got it. 
What math are you doing? There's, there's okay. four teams in each division. Okay, yes, there are four teams. But he's saying the top manager of each division oh. keeps their division. Okay, there's that's three. Okay, that's I'm, which leaves nine. I'm not sh- just because of math. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, just because of math. Okay, that's the only I'm reason sorry. why division champion. Right. Um, when we had talked about it before, this was in conversation about the actual champion. So it's funny. Evan mentioned something that me and you have already discussed about in the past. He's saying division champion. Me and you were discussing actual champion. Right. So I think that's he was, where I got confused. He was bouncing off of what yes. we said on the pod, I'm assuming. Right. He wants to act he like was, he doesn't listen to the pod. No, well, but I'm, he always does. Any listen that Evan Shacklett brings to the table, I am all ears. Yeah, for sure. So I just want to get into it. Thank you for setting me straight there. Champion rebuttal. Uh, keeping the division is what I called it. What are your thoughts on that comment? You know, it's like you know, it's like you win the court. You're out there on the basketball court. Your team wins. You're like, this is our court. Yeah, yeah. I really roll, like roll it. the ball out. I really like it. Who's like, gonna? Who's this gonna, is my division. I love it. And you're coming aboard my ship now. Yes, this is. I'm the captain now. I think this is fantastic. Captain Phillips stuff. Like this is. Then it's like, come for the crown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like come and take this from me. Yeah, I'm the BTA champion. So Eric J is. The I'm champion. the BTA champion, Ben. Okay. Come take the crown from my head, please. I'm just getting a little worked up. Uh, Eric is our tickle champion. He's a tickle champ. He's our taint tickler. He tickles that taint. Oh, yeah. Evan affirms the daddy so well. He affirms the daddy. Is anyone going to affirm the daddy better than him? I'm not sure. We'll see. I really like this. Uh, I think it's a good, a good wrinkle. So... Full support here, Evan S., if you are listening to the pod. Thank you so much for listening this far in. Uh, Premature cheer there. Um, On the same topic of the uh, division, I want to make sure. So draft division debacle. I thought this was also great. Okay. Okay. Um, Alex C., Maybe at draft day, the prior division champs get to draft who goes into their division. I love it. Also. I don't like that. Okay. I like it for the very reason that I don't think you like it. Okay. I like it because I think that there is so much shade to be given with that first pick. So, for example, if Eric J somehow manages to get the first draft pick for the division and he reaches proudly out there and says, Davis B., Welcome to the Tank Ticklers. That is an amazing moment. Mm. You slapping Davis right in the face saying, you dirty SOB, you suck so bad at fantasy football, come and be a part of my division. Yeah. I think that's great. Why do you not like it? I just too much don't. power? It's too much negativity. Oh, Too much on. negativity for me. I love, well, and even beyond that, I love the random nature of the divisions. I'm fine with one team remaining as like a king of the hill type stand, but I would like the rest of it to be random. I don't know. I just, I'm here for, I'm not here for everybody's feelings, I guess, but it would suck on draft day. If like, okay, I've already spent the season at the bottom, literally scraping the algae off the bottom of the tank. And then I got to sit here on draft day and be the first one picked. I'm like, Okay, great. I was last all last season because my team sucked. And then now I've got this guy telling me I'm the worst manager, blah, blah, blah. 
And then it's just like, I don't know. It's just like it gets you to be. a jiggy It gets suit. to be enough. Yeah. yeah it gets yeah. to be enough at a certain point. It's okay. just like, you know what? I hear that. I did my time. I ran the jiggy suit. I was scraping the bottom of the, the standings all last year. Let's put that behind us. Okay. Let's just have a good draft day. You know what I mean? I hear that. It's a, it's a good reset. Um, prioritizing, you know, the draft day bonanza, mm-hmm. as we call it now. I just want that to be the best day of the year for everybody, except for the champion. You well, know what I mean? Well, hold on, hold on. I think it's, I think it's one of these things. Like, let's. I feel like you, you can be polarizing. Let's praise the champion for being the champion. It's time right. to recognize. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also time to understand. You are the worst manager. You just ran in a jiggy outfit. Sure. And we had a contest to actually that. I can agree with what you're saying by doing a draft. You're getting into the weeds here where you are getting very emotional with middle tier stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, somebody picked Alex C. And it's like, all right, well, you know, drafted him early when he's been two time runner up and all this different stuff, but he finished bad last year. Mm-hmm. Might be complicated. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, obviously, kind of a crapshoot as well. Right. So I, I get what you're saying. Maybe, are you telling me that maybe you just like picking names out of a hat also? I like that aspect of it. Yeah. I like I like the random division. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do this just because I still want to make sure the names are getting drawn out of a hat. Oh, I don't care about that. Oh, you're saying just the, the actual action of drawing out of a hat? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's exciting. I mean, okay. It's kind of like the uh, the uh, Will Unfortunate yeah, exactly. drawing. What do we, uh, I guess technically we did cards last time. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah, cool. that was good. Um, no, I don't care about the actual action of drawing, I guess. It's, it literally just is, yeah, so if you're the worst in the league or the second worst in the league, you got a crappy moment of being the suit. If you're the champion, it's your best day moment. of the year. It's an all-time crappy moment that deserves to be yeah. documented forever. Yeah, that is the only time that I feel like your name should be smeared in the dirt. Smeared. Is if you are smeared, in the suit, smeared. and that's enough embarrassment for you. And then the champion, your best day of the year is when you win the championship. And then everybody else, draft day is the most exciting day of the year. It just is. The reset. It just is for everybody. Even if you just got out of that sweaty jiggy suit, now you're eating whatever food you've scrounged up in whatever city we decide to do this draft in, and then you're getting ready for the draft, and excitement is back. Okay. Okay? So I just want it to be that going forward on draft day. You're a a man for the people. You're a man for the people is what I'm I'm, I'm getting from. I'm a man for the league. Okay. League health. League, league health. League health. League health. Uh, we, That's why uh, we got the hotline out there. Yep, exactly. That's We're exactly all about right. the health of the league. Exactly right. Yeah, no, it was our uh, it was our higher ups that decided there was a uh, client care issue mm-hmm. whenever they saw all these suicidal um, comments. So they also brought in a chairman, Patrick P. Welcome to the oh, yeah. to, to the to Glad the pump motor media. Um, okay. Let's move on. Evan S. brings up a, again, all forum-related. The remaining topics are going to be forum-related, so staying on point here. Something to add to the forum, writes Evan S. Can we change RB scoring from 0.1 point per rushing attempt to 0.25 points for rushing first down? Meaning a one-yard carry. To get into the details, I kind of set it off here. There's two different options. Okay, he presents. And I'm just kind of getting your base value response. One of them. You remove the point one point for attempt. But we are gaining per rush, first down, 
0.25 points. Further in the group me, we did also say, what about not just the removal of 0.1, but keeping the 0.1% and then also rushing touchdown, maybe at a lesser point value. Rushing first down? You said yes, touchdown. sorry, rushing first down, sorry. Okay. Just trying to get, I mean, this is, this is um, here's what I'll say. My initial response. This is big data to me. We're getting into the micros, mm-hmm. which I do like because I like getting into this stuff. I do. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the data that was presented in the group me. So thank you again, Evan S for that data. Um, it is a little intimidating at first because it seems like, man, I'm not so sure how I would change a draft strategy based on this information just because it's a lot easier for me to say he gets the volume he will produce right? versus he gets the volume, but does he get first downs? Mm-hmm. Making our league dig a little deeper and be a little better. A rising tide raises all ships kind of thing. Okay. okay. This is, this is, I get that and I like it, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> it feels like something and you can continue, but it feels like to me something you need more evidence and empirical something you see with your eyes results on in order to make a decision like this it's like I don't know how that actually affects a week to week matchup and how I should change my views of players yeah is that what you're saying well I mean ultimately no that's exactly right Okay. Uh, because when we watch football games it is this is the balance with what we're trying to do there's a blend of fantasy relevant plays to a either comparable playoff impact plays that actually matter in the game. First downs being one of them Mm -hmm. touches, not necessarily being one of those. So we're always trying to balance this out, whether it's changing the touchdowns for the quarterback, whether it's changing any kind of point scheme, it's all about how relevant, I mean, even, a great topic that we'll discuss at the forum as well. A pick six for a quarterback. Should that be minus six for the quarterback? You know, it's it's balancing how much does this impact the real life game and how much should, because of the impact in real life, should it affect fantasy? That's always the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's You're right. When I watch football, I am looking for the running back to get the first down because I see the yellow line and I understand if this drive wants to continue, he needs to hit that line. Right. But then I also... And looking at it from a game scheme standpoint and simply saying, how many passes are we doing? How long has the drive been? What is the distance to the goal line? It's all, all this to say is that you've got teams like it changes dramatically for guys like people on the bills where you might've drafted a single Terry for their blow up ability or, you know, even James cook or whoever the running backs are, but this is a pass heavy offense. So for those reasons and those reasons alone, they're going to be passing for first down touchdowns and not rushing mm-hmm. whatever. It, so it's just, it changes things. It just tweaks things a little bit. And I think it's a little bit more, it makes players a little bit more polarizing if you do your research. But like I said, at the very beginning, I don't want to do it. I could be probably talked into it with a good PowerPoint Evan S mm-hmm. but I'm a, uh, I, you're going to, I'm going to need more data to get me over the hump. It's essentially what we're saying is how huge this data need to be. To be considered. Big data. data. I guess the question, I guess what I would argue is I like, and you got to be careful with this. So somebody has got to help me. Someone's got to, you know, take my car keys from me, but I want to just add it 
anyways. Like I think a first down is a great benefit. I think that a carry is a great benefit. Mm -hmm. So let's keep the carry, maybe dock the points a little bit for a first down, but instead of, okay, so you get a point one for a carry instead of point two five for a first down, let's just make it, you know, um, another point two for a first down. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It obviously is going to juice those RB numbers a little bit, but it's just, let's keep the same thing, but let's just reward also the impact on the field being relevant as well. Right. We just nerf it a little bit. We just say like, so yeah, because obviously. I mean, shoot, let's just make it just point one for a carry, point one for a first That's down. what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Is like, if you're on third and one and you got James Conner in there, obviously the whole world is like, okay, they're going to run up the middle here. So James Conner has this entire defense Stack in the box. Right. So it's not his fault that he gets this rush and doesn't get the first down. But if he does, it's really impressive. Right. Right? So reward that a little bit, but maybe not so much as like .25. Yeah. Maybe you keep the .1 per rush because if he rushes it, gets no points, at least like he gets zero yards. He still gets .1 points because they've trusted him in that situation. Right? That's the player that you want to draft is the team who's got the trust. Right. But RB. if he does get there, get an extra point one point. Why not? Maybe just, we nerf it for a little bit. Like, yeah. let's talk about, like, how we get into that. Mm-hmm. Because essentially, I'm assuming this is how the conversation ever started about points per reception. It's right. like, no, I've got this player. Like, I've got this running back that he gets catches out of the backfield. Right. Or I've got this wide receiver that gets 10 targets a game, That's but good. he's not getting – so it's just like – that's how it started for points per reception, I'm sure. So it's like for a running back, because I feel like the running backs are increasingly becoming more committee-related. Mm-hmm. Having a running back that then can get you first downs and is trusted in those scenarios, maybe getting a little bit more points, I can see the, the value in that. Yeah, I like how you bring up the uh, the points per reception kind of deal. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... I like the beginning of the conversation. I like mm-hmm. that we have a commissioner who's on the cutting edge. Let's, let's push the envelope. Let's see how far we need. We can push this line. Yeah, Commissioner. Thank you, sir. But let's just figure out what's the starting point. How do we get there? How do we, how do we become the razor's edge that every other fantasy league needs to follow? Looking forward to the form this year. I can't wait to unveil this to the rest of the world once we find the perfect formula and say, hey, you guys have been playing wrong. We've been playing correctly because we've been making changes. Mm. Look what we've done. Yeah. Look how stupid you look now. It's Idiot. fine. Stupid. We're not judging you. We just hate you. Just follow suit. You suck. Yeah, you dummy. Yeah. All right. Last thing that we're going to discuss here, forum related, is the pre forum polls to decide what we will discuss. What the <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, title is there. Uh, pretty straightforward. But what we're getting at here is Luke did allude to a very efficient manner in preparing the forum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He recommended. That maybe, I don't know, just maybe. Um, <coughs> sorry. We could do group me pulse pre forum to determine what sticks. Maybe that doesn't work. I don't know. Yeah. Again, seems efficient. That maybe prior to the forum, you would, oh, I don't know. Hey, everybody. Be on your group me at seven o'clock. We're going to be running through our potential forum topics to be presented in person together to help respect everybody's time and make sure that we're doing this efficiently. Let's vote all together. Mm-hmm. Things that Lucas, I don't think is taken into consideration. 
Okay, when you bring as much income as our collectively <laughs> brings in, um, <clears throat> I just worry about red availability. Yeah. Ready availability. That's what I would call it. Ready availability. Ready availability. Right. We have quartered off our time for draft day because <laughs> we know we're all going to be there. What is it? Labor Day? <laughs> or Memorial Day? Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be there one of those yeah, we're days. Be there. We have our entire day committed to that. But 100%. what you're saying is pre that, we might not have our time. Ready I'm not so sure. I, yeah. I just, I like, there's, there's so much, there's so many people bringing in money. Yeah, that just it's out hard there for them to not be busy. So them being readily available, I'm not so sure. Also, if you kind of looked at some of the numbers from some of our bottom tier members, Tiz and Davis, I'm not sure they have the attention span to mm. stay on the group me for right. multiple minutes on end. Right. Like if you can't put an active player in a lineup, right, which takes right. you point one seconds mm-hmm. per week, it makes me worry. Can you follow? Title, poll, follow suit. But yeah, it's like group me, and then you've already forgotten. Oh wait, I'm on Instagram. How do we? Oh darn it! Oops. I, sorry guys, I'll vote again. My bad. Or uh, the worst thing you could ever hear is, "Sorry, I deleted group me during the off season." Oh. Or I muted. Oh. I muted the chat during the off season. <laughs> yeah, let the crows pluck out your eyeballs as you. Head yeah. out of our league. I mean, I feel like that's a that's a one way train to Mark City. Yeah, Mark City, Luke California, w, Luke W City. <laughs> Good lord, Luke W sent himself off. Let's be. Let's he be did, but still, I mean, come on. People. He was active. Luke was active in the league. He sent himself away. I'm just saying, you're gonna don't kick put Luke friend. on the same side as Mark. All right, I, okay. I take I take it all back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll give you a one way ticket to Mark City, California. Yeah, population, you idiot. Dude, that, you roasted. Yeah, so. don't do that. So uh, pre-forum polls, I do think that it is efficient. I like the idea. Uh, Lucas, if you're listening, I mean, my man, uh, you, you're you on it. I mean, that is, I'm with you. And mm-hmm. I, you've got two podcast hosts here that will do it with you. In an ideal world, it would work perfectly. But man, I God, a bunch of banshees. This group, <laughs> they can barely. There's I, no way we're getting a full twelve vote. There's just no way. There's no way. There's no way we're getting a full twelve vote. And honest, obvious. Blah, blah, blah. Let me rewind it now. Let yeah. me rewind time. It's the coffee. Now. It's the coffee and the bourbon. Here's the thing that I would say. Here's the thing you'll say. Some things may slide through below the radar on a pre-forum poll. Yep. That if somebody is passionate about at the forum, exactly. could push the vote. I know. I know. So it's like we don't want – because people, these hateful people, may push kicker poll out of the vote because they're hateful people, and they hate themselves. You're and they want to continue God, you're, in this you're freaking, archaic way of thinking. But <laughs> Your battle against kickers in this league is never ending. Well, listen, they might try to push it out before the forum because they're, they're, they're scared of it. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of what this world could be without yeah. kickers. But – what we need is the time at the forum where if someone else could step up to the plate, yeah. as I did so many yeah. years ago. Dude, it was amazing. With the PowerPoint where with the this, whole team with, was on your side. That freaking, that was so funny. I had the, yeah, I mean, I wish we had video recording of it so that people could remember oh, what they could have had. What they uh, could have Again, shout out to the league. To. If you do want to produce a PowerPoint at any point in the forum, please let me know. Davis brought hella 
PowerPoint data to the last one, and I loved it. Hella so. PPTD. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hella PPTD. So if anyone else wants to bring kicker-related arguments on either side, because I'm a man of the people, either side, bring your PowerPoints. I would like to see one of each side. Tell me why kickers are good, and tell me why kickers aren't good. Yeah. And then we'll see what make what prevails. Um, but I don't want it pushed away preform. Right. Just like I don't want any of this stuff. So here's what I'll promise the league. Um, as forum, uh, as forum junkie. I don't even know what it's called. Like a forum chairman, debutante, debutante. Yeah, You're a debutante. As forum, um, what's uh, what do they call it? Um, yeah. Say forum, the word. Say debutante. Say say what? What? Say debutante again. Debutante. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, not debunkle. Uh, what is it whenever you have a slave, um, they're a woman. Excuse me? Concubine. Concubine. I am you the, are the concubine. I am the forum concubine. 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 Yep. I am the forum concubine, and I love it that way. So <laughs> I'll make sure. This is what I'll say. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'll say is that I'm going to promise to be focused at the forum, to present, get it out there with the help Okay, it's like Batman and Robin. You've got your forum concubine right there. <laughs> I'm your guy. And then you've got Eric J. The, again, not always wanting to be associated with the forum concubine, but mm-hmm. he is the Fight Club League uh, notes. What did he call himself? What? He said he was like the official note taker. <laughs> Or meet, minute, meeting minutes manager or something okay. like that. Secretary. Um, because he did, maybe it was secretary. Form secretary. Because he did take the official responses from what we voted on and submitted them over and like kept record of them. So right. we will join together. We will be efficient. I promise you. And the forum will be a timely and efficient product. That I can swear to you. But obviously this is a great idea and I hope that we do it. The playbook is going to be tight. Love the forum content. Yours truly, Forum Concubine. Signing out. <laughs> Let's talk Traders. What? I'm sorry. I literally had yeah, we're good. I'm still tripping over your concubine. Okay. I just, <laughs> um all right, so not a whole lot happened on the Traver wire. So wait, Travers. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Travers. Okay, yeah. Travers. So here's what I want to get some thoughts on. I want to get your thoughts on it. Evan S. Nope. Uh, Evan S. Dropped the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yep. Um, he sure did. I'm interested if that defense was played, if he would have beat me last week. Um, why Griff picked him up for $22. So that's why they are officially on the Traver report. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you why. Why did... Evan S dropped the Dallas defense. Why do you think that? So you need him. He's got Tennessee against Houston this week. Then he's got who's he have for week seventeen if if needed. He's got he's literally got the Houston slate. He's got the Jaguars against Houston week seventeen. He's got the Titans against Houston week sixteen. So he's just hoping that the Houston resurgence towards the end of the season here is not something that's going to bite him in the rear end. In the rear end. Um, so he's like, let's say, let's look at, let's look at the Cowboys real quick. Let's okay. look at their, okay. the, let's look at their schedule. 
Is that how you say it? They've got the Eagles in Week 16. That's not one you really want to be a part of. No, thank you, please. You got the Titans in Week 17. You never know how that's going to go. But if I'm picking between the Titans and the Texans, I'd rather play the Texans on average this season. So he's just saying, you know, I've got the ideal streaming matchup for my defenses. I don't need to have the Cowboys on here. Okay. It shakes out. Uh, that's good analysis on your part. I appreciate you looking into it. Um, it didn't help Griffin to have him. Uh, ended up playing and using the better defense of the two that he had. So uh, right. that's fine. It's just odd when you see the number one defense dropped. But a professional manager makes his decisions, and he does it confidently. Yeah, and I mean, the only reason you'd be keeping Dallas at that point is to play keep away from, from other people. From other people, but, I mean, you're playing the Eagles in Week 16, so yeah. good luck. It's good. Good insight there. Good uh, good managerial, good management, Evan S. Stock the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Just ran the Travers today, so let's review that. Real quick. Perfect bid um, by you. <laughs> let's talk mind games, my man. Yeah. Let's talk mind games a let's little talk bit. About it. Uh, we have chose not to talk about it all week long, mm-hmm. um, the whole day. But uh, we did have a conversation Tuesday. Yeah. The news was breaking. Jalen Hurts might not be playing. Ouch. Putting me a little bit in a bind. We'll talk about our matchup later. A little bit of a pickle. A little bit of a playoff pickle. A playoff pickle. Uh... Here's the thing. It was between Gardner Minshew and Derek Carr. I have Devontae Adams. I told you outright that I liked both of those guys. Trying to get you to not get Derek Carr because I really wanted Derek Carr, obviously. Right. right. So. And I told you I was going to go out and get all of them. He said he was going to go out there and get all of them. Should have known that's impossible. That's literally what I said. But. I said I'm going to. What I told you was I'm going to pick the one that I think you want the most. Probably Derek Carr. And I'm going to put the highest bid $35 that I can that you can't match right and then I'm going to irregularly bid on the other two and I'm just going to drop my three players off my bench that I don't need and I'm going to get all three of those quarterbacks yeah so, so you better come swinging and then he didn't put a bid on any of them yeah I didn't bid any of them but so, you spent $30 so congrats yeah. <sighs> you did what you had to do ben. it's a mistake I mean it's whatever no 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 well, hold on hold on I, again this could be my last game. So, exactly. Yes, this is the playoffs. I'm going to spend it. But you I hit. guess I was just it, – you're right. It's all the money that I needed. I did end up getting the Tampa Bay defense, which I really did want. It's not – again, there's no – it's not like I'm going to be getting egg on my face for the amount on it. It just no. needs to be done. Yep. Um, your personal personal opinion, mm-hmm. I am going to be moving forward with Derek Carr. Uh, yep. That is what I'm choosing to do if Jalen does not play. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to have more points? Come Saturday or Sunday conclusion, Gardner Minshew or Derek Carr? Um, the Eagles play Cowboys. True. Defense uh, is pretty good. Derek Carr. I mean, he's one of those that could literally put you up a dead week at any given time. He just can. But they're playing Pittsburgh this week. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about our matchup later. Right. What you have to do at this point is maximize your ceiling because you're going up against just a freaking freight train okay all right moving on i appreciate your input we're gonna get to our matchup later got me (laughs) excuse me got me a cook getting zach moss the beneficiary of jt going down for nine dollars you gotta get what you gotta get completely fine with that bid and i hope that it gives cook what he needs to get himself out of the running for the suit 
Sure. Uh, Deion Jackson, $4 for Davis Berrios, dropping uh, Kareem Hunt. Looking for any way uh, out of his almost promised matchup uh, for the suit, Davis B. Maybe this gives him the edge. If yeah, he has I mean, the it's right be... side of the Indianapolis backfield. Yeah, you've got you to make your selection who's going to be the lead running back in Indianapolis. Went ahead and got the Buccaneers. Uh, I think they have a great matchup against the Cardinals. Obviously, with um, Murray being out, I think you can guarantee at least an interception. I think it's a great pickup, especially decisions. if it's McSorley, which is what it's looking like. So what it said. They said that he is the starter. So yep. we will see what happens. Uh, that was a good pickup. That was an all-in move there as well, beating out Isaac by two dollars. Lions defense picked up by Isaac. Isaac also grabbing Corey Davis. Scruff McGruff, why are you on the waiver wire? What are we doing? <laughs> You're what is the deal? Um, just I don't, I don't know, but. Just wanted Marquise Gooden on his team. So, uh, I mean, I, I technically, that's a perfect bid. No, it's not. It's not. He bid zero. Isaac bid one, but Isaac has already gotten <laughs> another player. A fortunate bid. <laughs> yeah. And then Isaac grabbing uh, McLaughlin, Indianapolis kicker, dropping McPherson for zero dollars. So, I mean, that's the Travers. Nothing major there, but there was some mind games between a playoff matchup. So, I wanted to get into those details there. Any other comments on that? Um, no, no, because we're going to talk about our matchup later. Yeah, we are going to talk about our matchup later. So let's get into it. Give me one second here, and we'll uh, we'll cue that up so that everybody can listen. Playoffs are uh, week 15, so what we want to do is real quick run through our previous matchups, what happened last week, and then talk about this week. So as we dive in, pulling up the details here myself, making sure that we're all on the same page, there was a matchup between yours truly and Griffin Fulkerson. What a matchup it was. What a freaking matchup it was. We are here to talk about it. Okay. I bet you were. Oh, dude, I've got to tell you about it. Whew. Here's the thing. I don't even know. I don't need to share this much detail. The reality is that I did have a corporate dinner and I was sitting there on my phone with Derrick Henry at the goal line. Gosh. One of the biggest creatures to ever be a running back in NFL history. And then Tannehill. Yeah. (laughs) In the end zone, stealing what would have been the game winning touchdown. And then as soon as Tannehill gets the touchdown, what do I do? I see on the bar TV. Oh God. Tampa Bay is in the red zone. Mm -hmm. Oh no. What am I going to do? And Marquise Godwin has had a great game. Marquise Godwin, whatever his name is, (laughs) had already caught one touchdown. And I was like, surely this is it. And surely didn't show up. She wasn't there, but there. No touchdown there. I escape the jaws of defeat with a Jonathan Taylor injury, and um, and yeah, I uh, I advance, making me four and zero in the playoffs as I mentioned earlier before. Not important, but yeah, getting the win over Bill S. Easily would have lost had JT been a player in this game. Right. Um, lucky a stroke of luck. This hits, was a, a high scoring matchup. It was both and over the one twenty. So. Rightfully so, and that's what I was I was going to kind of pull away here from week 15 is that everybody in the playoffs produced. The average is 115 
for us. And so Eric J and Kevin Wallace, 126, 119. Me and Griff, 130, 125. I thought that I ran away with it early. Honestly, it kind of put my guns down. I knew, I definitely, whenever I was taking into consideration what Derrick Henry was getting, I would say he will get 30. That's essentially what I was saying. And that did put him essentially right where he landed. Mm-hmm. But that was, I wasn't expecting that out of Chris Godwin. So, right. But yeah, that was the matchup. Very, very intense. Uh, I put up 142. Like I put up 142 in the bye week. Evan put up 134 in the bye week. So it wouldn't have mattered. So the playoff teams were firing on all cylinders. Uh, quick shout out. A quick shouts out to Connor F, though. Oh, yeah. Shouts out Connor F, 127 down in the poop bowl. Um, getting out of the suit, but thinking about what could have been if he was in mm. a matchup against either Kevin or Eric or Griff, Griff he yeah. would have beat three playoff teams. Yeah. I think he would have been in a situation with Kevin and would have snubbed Eric J. Yeah. Is what the what the points for situation would have looked like for Connor F. Yeah. So interesting. We will keep that rolling to see what his points for might work uh look like next week against Evan S's output. So very, very interesting. But yeah, you kind of alluded to it. Connor did play Isaac. Um Connor was victorious. He is no longer in the suit. So he gets to take what me and you both know all too well that deep breath. <sighs> I'm not in the suit. Not in the suit. Season's over. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Yep. So congratulations, Connor F on being out of the suit. Isaac, we wish you the best of luck as you move forward. Uh, that eternal painful gauntlet that you're going down. Whew. Going back to the playoffs. Eric J versus Kevin Wallace in an intense matchup. Don't talk about Fight Chub versus the former champion Kevin Wallace, Amon Rambraz. Man, a couple close matchups here. Kirk Cousin with the biggest comeback in NFL history. Freaking 44 wild. point outing gets Eric Johnson. The dub, essentially. You have to be scared with Kirk, Captain Kirk, mm. starting at halftime thinking they're going to pull their starters. You like that? They're going to pull do their you? starters. Yeah, no, you do. You're right. In the third quarter. Yeah. And no. It was K.J. Osborne. It was K.J. Osborne. Amazing catches, amazing intensity down the stretch that just kept them like, hey, you know what? Since we're here, we might as well try. I loved watching it. It was amazing. Man. Um Shouts out to the Vikings. Shouts out to Eric J. But we do take a moment of silence mm-hmm. for our champion falling. Kevin Wallace will not be the first repeat champion in this league. So for those reasons, a moment. Falling in his fancy matchup. Falling in love. Ooh, well said, Kevin. Congratulations on the proposal. Mm-hmm. I assume th- she said yes. She did. <laughs> I yeah. assume, or else he wouldn't have really posted excitedly about he it. He ended up messaging the hotline. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Yep. Just goes to show yet again, if you are in a romantic relationship into fantasy football, it is an unwise decision for yep. your fantasy future. For your fantasy prospects, for Choose sure. Choose fantasy. Well, honestly, you're going to have to make a decision at some point. Hopefully, you only have to do it once. Don't mm-hmm. let this get in the way twice. Right? Yeah, just make this the one. Make this the make one. Make this the one. I don't mean. <laughs> I don't mean. I mean like our the marriage. Like, let's make sure that that's in the off season. Let's make sure yes, that when yeah, you're yeah. picking your wife, picking your fiance, that you're not putting 
NFL on the back burner. Don't put yourself just, in jeopardy twice. Right. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's what's going to happen. That would be called double jeopardy. There's also going to be a point where then you have a baby. Oh, God. And I had a baby last year. Lost didn't the make the playoffs. Lost, Lost the Pickums. Didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> um, it all factors in. So just try to space these things out accordingly. You need to schedule accordingly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's good. So uh, Eric does advance into Evan S. We'll get to our rivalry matchups next week. I advance to play uh, you, podcast hosts against each other, uh, longtime friends Eric J and Evan S against each other, and to conclude our week 15 wrap up, uh, Lucas with another skin of my chin and chin chin beats Alex C by just more than two points. One Abs- point. Absolutely crazy. I wish, yeah, I wish I would have been following this one closer. I just under two points. I didn't realize because I was on bye week anyway, I didn't realize that it was so close until Luke said something about it Mm -hmm. and so i wish i would have known what was on the line i wish i would have known what player was in the red zone when one of them needed a point but i was not following it yeah um, unfortunately but luke did get out of there and it's just tough if alex c goes with chubbard over foreman chubbard oh hubbard yeah hubbard over foreman let me let me he gets the additional seven six points there takes the win it's just who you picking in that backfield. You've got to trust oh, Deontay as you're moving forward. I get that because of what he's been doing. But it's just like, man, it's that small of mm. a thing that swings a whole entire destiny. It's wild. Lucas yeah. takes a deep breath, is not going to be in the suit, not representing the Jiggy outfit this season. What do you think, of though? I guess really the, the questionable start here is the Bills' defense against the Dolphins. Yeah, is it questionable, though? I don't know. I guess yeah. If you look at if you look at everything leading up to that game, you think okay, there's going to be snow. It's going to be cold. Um, it it may not Actually, be a high right. scoring game. There was game, a lot of news with that. But um, so it is the Dolphins I, who score points. I mean, you've got Tyreek the Freak, Cheetah Hill on the other yeah. side of the ball. You, but then two has been sputtering a little bit. He's yeah. he's got the down arrow. So I don't know. I I get it. Again, did he have another defense to play? Was there other ones to be streamed? There was. Yeah, um, he could have went out and got the Cowboys last week. 7.5 points get you the win. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he had the fab to compete with. May not have. Griffin, but. E- either way. It's interesting. We're not stepping on you. You've still got a matchup against Tiz this yeah. week to get out of the suit. Man, just some players that we put to bed. You know, and I, we, we could go through these on other teams and we won't do it just because we don't want to spend all the time. But good night, Travis Kelsey. Great fantasy season for you, my man. Oh, is, take is the a, official retirement of the season. Is, take a yeah, good rest. Right. Take a good rest, my man. Mm. Mike Evans, what a cluster F you've been to follow. My goodness. Take what a is... take a rest, buddy. You did you did what you could. Justin Fields. You had three touchdowns all year, Mike Evans. Yeah, buddy. Justin Fields, praise be to you. What an appearance. You will be back next season. Guns blazing for sure. Um so yeah, just good night. Good night, Lucas. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, night, Tom Brady. Good night, Connor F. Good night, Tom Brady. My goodness. Good Lord. Get him out. Good night, Justin Fields. Wow. Yep. The players that are off the table. Interesting. Interesting. All right, let's move on to our playoffs week 16 here. Let me dial it up. Okay, here is where the juice is. Here's the juice. Give me the juice. Here is the juice. Give me the juice. Here's the juice. Welch's. You like Welch's juice? From Concentrate? Actually, shoot me straight here. Are you an apple juice guy? I love the right apple juice. 
You there's, love the right apple juice. There's wrong apple juice, but I love the right apple juice. Hmm. The correct apple juice goes down so smooth. Goes down so nice. A big apple juice. You know, they say it's a natural lax- laxative. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm reminded of a, a filled day back in years years past, probably around fourth grade, where I was smashing some apple juices. Oh, yeah? And that's whenever I found out it was a laxative. Interesting. I had to run to the bathroom at the end of the, uh, end of the school day. and um, Straight water. Just straight water. Man, that's great. I love that. Never made that mistake again. Good for your GI tract, everybody. Drink your apple juice. <laughs> but let's go, man. Let's talk about the freaking <laughs> juice. This is Rivalry Week. Let's go ahead and put a little... Uh... Rivalry Week. It's daunting. This is it. My dude, this is it. This is freaking it. The buys are done. You, your rest is over. Now you got to go into a matchup after not playing fantasy football for a week. My team worked too hard. Last they did. Week. They, they worked did way too bit. hard. Do you just want to? I guess. Uh, oh, I, I. Do you want to save ours for last? Or you just want to get at it. Whatever you want. Me and you. Just I'm need ready. To go. Me Let's and just you, do it. We just need Let's to get go. out of the way. We haven't been discussing this for intentional purposes. I. Oh man, I just. I'm jacked. Um, I yep. understand that I am not favored in this situation. I understand that your team has been rolling. But when I pull up the matchups for week 16, as I go into what will be my fifth victory in the playoffs, undefeated in this territory, um, I don't think you've got it. I don't oh. think you've got it. Oh. I don't think that you've got it. And I mean it. And you, I mean it, dude. You want to hope. Me you want to believe. Hold on, hold on, sorry. Me, for the record. You want to believe. Me and you analyzed my recent approach to Griffin F. I trash-talked right. him into the ground, and it's I was victorious. Proven. It's proven. It's proven that playoffs Because I trash-talked, JT was injured is essentially what I learned. Yeah, good for you. So with that being said. <laughs> Congrats. New England's defense is going to take care of Joseph Burrow. And they're going to take care of number one option on the Cincinnati offense, Jamar Chase. You think so? Yes. At, to what degree? Uh, you're going to lose degree. Oh, I nice. feel like your quarterback and your wide receiver will not have the outing that you are anticipating. The question is, with your freaking lineup, is his digs going to explode? I've got... Or is Justin Jefferson going to explode? I've got too many studs. To just keep me down on a New England point, all right? So, I also don't think, you mentioned it earlier, Aaron Jones. I don't think he's great. I do think that that's a questionable matchup. Aaron Jones? Yeah. Or not questionable matchup. I think that he's questionable. Does he get the start for you? Does he not? If you're injured, do you play? What's the balance here with A.J. Dillon? If he's starting, I'm putting him out there. Because you, he's too good. You seem to believe in Jarek McKinnon as well. I do not believe in Jarek McKinnon. I know that he's been the number one running back the last two weeks. You said it earlier, and I know that that is the stat. But RB we... 16, week 13. RB 1, both week 14 and 15. He's getting nine targets, eight targets a game, two touchdowns in both games. You got to ride the hot hand in playoff time. This is how winning's done, Ben. I feel good that your team won't do what it needs to. I don't feel good that my team will do what it needs to. Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Do you want to go? Uh, do you want to take a moment to light up my team? Because there's about 100 things you could say. 
Yeah, I, I do. I think it was a good move getting Derek Carr, no matter what you had I to spend on I honestly think him. it was the only move. <laughs> it it was the only move. I'm glad you did not. I was almost hoping after our discussion yesterday that you were going to make the foolhardy move to Minshew. Why did you not bid on him? Why did you not play defense with Derek Carr? Is there actually like a... Because I wasn't going to put 30 dollars on Derek Carr. Just in case there's something else to be done on the waiver. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I, I just... I Did you know. even think about it? Did you even think about it? Not really. Okay. No. I, right. I, I didn't think about putting on Derek Carr because I just I don't believe in Derek Carr enough. I think he's he's got a good, I guess, floor normally, but I don't I don't think he's gonna pop off against me. I'm not okay. scared of that. No, I mean I would I would agree. I think you're right. But I just what it was with me was it was a classic tight end situation, classic tight end comp. It would be if Derek Carr was the unanimous Travis Kelsey sitting out there, the next closest one was tough. Mm-hmm. It honestly is between your Brock Purdy or Gardner Minshew just coming out guns a blazing. And I felt like you saw that opportunity and I thought you were going to seal it with yeah. that, putting me in a very tough situation. What I didn't but, want to do, here, here's the situation I guess I didn't want to be in. And maybe we can look back on this next maybe, week. Maybe. If you were to beat me, which you will not, I'm going to stomp you to the ground. Okay. But if you were to beat me and, and Derek Carr just pops off, then I will look back and say, I made a mistake. But what I did not want to do is outbid you on somebody like Derek Carr. You'd be forced to play somebody like Gardner Minshew, and then he just has this crazy game where mm-hmm. the fans love him. He gets freaking 30 fantasy points yeah. and just pops off. And then I'm just like, if I would not have played defense on Derek Carr, I would have won. I didn't want to be in that situation with the Minshew magic. I would rather not be the reason that you got that glory. Okay. So that's where I was sitting, and yeah, so I, I I didn't I didn't play defense. I didn't go for it. Um, but I just honestly I look at your team, and I don't think you are even close to the caliber that you need to be <laughs> to to step up uh, against. Man. I've just got too many studs See, in too many places. Saying, this is what I'm saying. Like I don't think that I'm going to be putting I think if anything my team has done a great job of averaging in the neighborhood of around 115 to 120. I think that with the matchups and what's going on with your team that you're running into a situation where you will not produce the 120 and my just getting it done will be enough. Okay. I know that you and obviously you don't have to tell me that you don't think otherwise. Do you Here's, want to know the last time I didn't score 120? I looked. Week 9. I looked. I looked at the last time, not necessarily 120, but I went through your schedule and I looked at your points for it and I looked at like what it looked like weekly. And yes, you do run these numbers. Yeah, I'm just the leader in points for on the season. That's all. (laughs) Number one seed. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Have you met me? Yeah. I'd be lying if I wasn't nervous. My lineup is not even set yet. Yeah. It's not even set. The reality is that, yeah, I think Pollard will get the touch. Um, Raheem Mostert. I don't know if Jeff Wilson's going to come back or not. So I don't know. I don't know. I really yeah, don't know. Devonte Adams. He will be playing. Devonte Adams will be playing. Christian Kirk will be playing. Uh, Hawkinson will be playing. Montgomery. I'm not so sure. Algier has been great as of late, and actually seems to be one of those situations with Baltimore with the backup quarterback situation where I feel like the Atlanta Falcons are going to have the ball a lot, give it to the young rookie instead of Cordero Patterson, let him run our season into the dirt, just give him the ball, mm-hmm. one of these situations. I I am not in a great situation. Okay, indulge me for a moment. Sure. 132. Okay. 121. 124. I've seen your score. Hold on, hold on. Let me indulge me for a moment. 130. 145. 142 
without Aaron Listen, Jones in the if lineup. Me and you it could have to indulge your schlong. We can do that. Hold on. Just indulge me for a moment. <laughs> if, if Aaron Jones was in last week, I would have had 157 last week. 157. So you feel confident? Are you are you done <laughs> indulging me? Because here's what I'm going to get into. I know who I'm going up against. Okay. Oh god. It is the luck box. Oh yeah, it's Benny true. P. The luck box, but the luck box, but that, but the luck box is not true. I just lost my number one freaking fantasy player, and that may be what puts the right player no. in to pop off against no, thirty no, no, against no. me. That's Here's, not true. That's, that's not the true. fact. That's how because things work on in a Benny bad P. World. Game on a bad game, the man got thirty-eight point six points. Derek Carr cannot <laughs> sniff thirty-eight points. That is Jalen Hurts accidentally got 38. The game before that, he intentionally got 37. The game before that, 43 points, 37, 30 points before that. Jalen Hurts is amazing. He's the number one quarterback on the season, and I lost him because his shoulder hurts. You know what's good for shoulder pain? Is if you lick Bin my gay? butthole. Step Brothers. It's a quote. It's a whole thing. Lucas remembers it. He said it to me like every single day in high school. You know what's good for <laughs> shoulder pain? If you lick my butthole. Wow. Here's the thing. Shoulder pain, that sucks. I really wish that he was playing. If he does play, I'm going to be using him. But, man, I feel like the luck box, I mean, again, it's not over till it's over, but I no, feel like it, it just, ran out. It just No, it just feels like a perfect Benny P moment. And this is not fencing. This is not fencing. Oh, no, to be not. clear, to be clear, I think I'm going to run into the ground. But where I could see that I don't run into the ground is a perfect Ben P moment where the number one quarterback goes down and then you have Derek Carr and all of a sudden he just has a historic day with Devontae Adams stacking against right, me. Right, right, Every right. time they connect on the four touchdowns this I just week, don't know. it's going to hurt even worse. The dagger goes in deeper. This just seems like a perfect Ben P situation where you, with your ragtag squad, you take down the behemoth. Jer- Derek Carr hasn't gotten 30 once this season. I know he's due, I guess. No, that's the thing. <laughs> he just doesn't go there. He doesn't he's get due. up there. Whereas Jalen Hurts can't get below 30. So it's just, it's whatever. I'm, yeah. I, anything else you'd like to say as far as our matchup? Because that was good. I know that we put together a little bit of a AI, um, that's AI right. chat. So I want to yeah. bring that to service. A little bit of AI trash talk here. Yeah. Um, no, the last thing, I guess, that's what I was going to say is like the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams versus oh. the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. That is, that is going to be something each of us are on the edge watching. of our seats about. It deleted all my other ones. Like I had them saved. I didn't screenshot them. I guess that thought it kept the chat. I've got mine. So I don't have mine. Do you, do you, do you mind to read yours and I'll put mine out? Wait, what is this? What in the world? What's going on, buddy? Are you okay? Hold on. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're having technical difficulties. No, I am. I'm shocked because I'm looking back at my screenshots and I remember that Chat GPT was telling me that I couldn't do trash talk, but now I've got trash talk in my phone. So I'm a little confused. I'm. I'm just. I'm a little shook. Sounds oh, like you know what it was? I downloaded an app oh, okay. that let me talk trash. I was like, okay. What, okay, what I'm going to read here? you everything I have. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you. I'm going to go ahead and do what I did last time uh-huh. and have it ready. I won't be listening to what you're saying, but everybody on the uh, podcast will be listening to it so that that chat is read aloud. Is I want okay? you to hear it. Well, yeah, but I got to put this in so that I can have a response. You don't have yours? Is they that what you're deleted saying? the history. 
Oh, you guys had a whole history. That yeah, see, that's the whole thing. That's what wow. I'm saying. Classic Ben P over here with knapsacks. Uh, yeah, sorry. This is a knapsack situation. Okay, I've got two trash talks and a poem. Okay. Here's the two trash talks. Benny P, you thought Jalen Hurts was going to carry you to victory? <laughs> Think again. You'll be crying tears of defeat when I beat you this week and show you just how little your fantasy football skills really are. Oh, that's good. Trash talk number two. <laughs> okay. Ben P Benny P <laughs> thinks he can win this week? Don't be fooled. With my lineup of playmakers and yours hurt, I'm going to crush this matchup. You can't beat me, Benny P. I'm the fantasy football MVP. That was the app. But then I've got a poem. I've got a poem about how good my team is. And just to be clear, everybody in the league knows this, I think, but Keely Bing probably doesn't know this because she's not in the group me. We are feeding in prompts to a AI bot that is sending trash talk or poems about whatever we prompt it to do. So the app that I downloaded allowed me to talk trash. But whenever I went into chat GPT online, I said talk trash to Benny P and it said, I don't do trash talk or negativity. Yeah. I only do positivity. Maybe you should be a good sportsman in your league and not talk trash to your opponents and stupid stuff. So then I had to craft it to a point of, okay, I just want you to talk good about my team. Can you write a freaking poem about that AI bot? So I did that. Do you want me to read my poem now, Ben? Uh, that would be great, please, yes. Okay. Here it comes. Our team is ready to take on all comers. <laughs> With a roster full of stars, we'll conquer and conquer. Joe Burrow <laughs> at the helm. His pass is swift and true. He guides our offense to touchdowns and glory anew. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on the receiving end they stand. Their hands quick as lightning. Lightning in a bottle. They make big plays on demand. Okay. Stephon Diggs and Aaron Jones. They run and catch with ease. Their speed and agility make defenses fall to their knees. Nice. So when we take the field, victory is ours to seize. With this talented lineup, we'll win this game with ease. Hmm. Snaps. 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 That's the most trash um, talk that G Chat GPT could do. So, okay. You got something for me? Yep, I've got one for you. Ready? Great. Hit me with it. This is how you do it. All right. Create a dialogue where Ben P talks trash to Patrick P about his fantasy football team. Are you doing this on an app or on the website? Website. I don't understand how you got it to work, but I I'd love to hear it. Uh, I didn't even Google it. I just was. I started with song and I started with poem too. And then I was like, what's it called? Dialogue? I started with script. <laughs> Write a script about Ben P thrashing Patrick P in fantasy football. And it, it's, it would do that. Okay. But anyways, That's it was loophole. create a dialogue okay. where Ben P. So, uh, Ben P. Hey, Patrick, how's your fantasy football team doing this season? Patrick P. Not too bad, actually. I'm holding my own and sitting pretty at the top of the standings. Wow. Ben P. Ha! That's just because you got lucky with your draft picks. Wait until we face off in week 10, week 16. I'll show you what real fantasy football team looks like. Patrick P. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to that matchup. But don't count your chickens before they hatch. You never know what can happen in fantasy football. Ben P. Oh, I'm not worried. My team is stacked. I've got the best players in the league, and I've got a solid game plan. You don't stand a chance. Patrick P. We'll see about that. I'm confident in my team, too. I've been making smart trades and picking up some key players off the waiver wire. Wow. Ben P. Pff, 
That's nothing. I've been dominating the waiver wire all, waiver wire all season. You're just wasting your time trying to compete with me. Patrick P. Well, we'll see who comes out on top. Week 16. I'm looking forward to the challenge. Ben P. Bring it on, Patrick. I can't wait to beat you. Wow. That's actually very impressive. It, Isn't that it, good? Yeah. I was impressed with that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I followed that up by saying, create a dialogue about Ben P. Aggressively beating Patrick P. <laughs> <laughs> in fantasy football. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't... Uh, I'm trying to think, Ben P. Oh, it was great. I had an awesome team and ended up winning the championship. That's aggressive. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Wow, congratulations. That's impressive. Thanks, but it was no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was crushing it all season. I always have. I always. I'm. I was always at the top of the standings and consistently putting up huge numbers. Patrick P. Yeah, I remember. You were always a few steps ahead of the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't ben like P. me at all. Ben P. Yeah, I was on fire this season. I had the best players and the best strategy. I was practically unstoppable. Sounds like I have an S. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. Man. I think it got the lines crossed there. That one didn't seem realistic. Ben P., yeah, you definitely will, but don't worry. I'll be happy to give you some tips and help you out. After all, <laughs> it's all about having fun and improving your skills. Uh, okay. AI Chatbot, thank you so much. Thank you for reading all of your stuff, Patrick. I hope that you enjoyed what AI had to say there. Um, yeah. What's your final score prediction in our matchup? Oh, man. Let's see. That's what I'm saying, like, Game script has got to have you in the one. I, I'm telling you, like it's just it's you underproducing and it's me doing the most. So you have to be okay. Yeah, give me your numbers. Like I had 130 last week, and that was on the heels of a great Jalen Hurts performance. So I'm saying that like I think I would be lucky to touch 135 with Devonte blowing up or something because he had a terrible week last week. So let's just say that balances out a little bit with Derek Carr and Jalen Hurts. A little bit of leveling there. If I can go 130, 135, and you wind up at 121, 125, or something like that, that's the only way I can win. I think you have to have like a 125, 115 week. I think I have to completely poop 115, and you have oh, to okay, be at 125. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think if I win, it's a 130 to 120 something matchup. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what I think. Like I said, I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm going to be – Saturday's going to be a stressful day. Yep, it is. It is. Christmas Eve is going to be something. Are you saying keeps on like, why are you not paying attention to the holidays? And I'm like, I've got playoffs to consider yeah, here. We, like, we have real stuff She's happening. like, stuff is going on. Like, I, we've got to board our dog. We've got to get people to help out. We've got to do this. Got to do that. we got to get them to Petopia. We need to be traveling. There's a winter blizzard and all that stuff. I'm when like, are yes. you traveling? Uh, This weekend. Yeah, like what what day? Yeah, during Friday and all that crap. Friday? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to be somewhere on Saturday. I hope so. You're not traveling on Saturday. Yeah, or in a ditch. Yeah, avoid the ditches. Weather's, weather's going to be great. Assuming everything goes well, you're somewhere before yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Probably amongst family. Uh, probably not my family. No, it won't be my family. Um, but somewhere amongst in-laws carrying conversation and trying to also watch my daughter while not watching any football games probably yep yep so sounds like a holiday that is it uh now here's the thing talked a lot about our matchup because we're in it but also this is rivalry week my man okay so as we sure enough go into this i don't want to miss out on an opportunity to talk about evan s and eric j and their matchup okay these are two lifelong friends talking about life for a long time um 
No, but two lifelong friends going yeah. into a fantasy matchup, and I wanted to ask you, who do you think is going to win this matchup? The bye? The fe- your fellow bye partner? Or Eric J? I think things are lining up for Evan S to be in the championship. Boy. Do. Well, here's what I'll say. Eric J had something. To, I asked Eric J and Evan S if they could both produce some chat uh, AI um, trash talk. And this is what I've got. I've got a song from Eric J. Are you ready for it? I am so ready for it. Evan's team is in shambles. His running back all gone. He's got no depth, no backup plan. He's all alone. His starters are injured. His bench is thin. He's doomed to lose. I'm going to win. Evan's a bad fantasy manager. No depth at all. He's going to lose to me this week. It's his downfall. Mm. He thought he had it all figured out, but he was wrong. Evan's a bad fantasy manager. He's not that strong. Verse 2. I've got a full roster. All my players ready to go. Evan's just hoping for the best, but it's not going to show. I've got backups on backups. My team is stacked. Evan's in for a rude awakening. He's going to get whacked. Evan's a bad fantasy manager. No depth at all. He's going to lose to me this week. It's his downfall. He thought we had it all figured out, but he was wrong. Evan's a bad fantasy manager. He's not that strong. Bridge. He thought he could beat me, but he was wrong. I've got the upper hand. He's all gone. Evan's a bad fantasy manager. He's got no chance. I'm going to dominate this week. It's in my hands. Evan's a bad fantasy <laughs> He's not that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's it. That's the, uh, that's the rivalry week, all caps, by, by Eric J. Um, I'm I honestly... The AI is pretty impressive. It really is. It really is it good really stuff. Is. I mean, I wish I could have had this in college, honestly. Honestly, I'm, um, like every essay that's written from here on out the rest of time. Good luck. Is going to be an AI written essay. Professors and um and you can't stop it. Yeah. Grammatical. Uh, what's the test that they would run to see if there's plagiarism? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Good uh, luck out there, everybody. But, like literally, the AI bots that I've seen will literally say like. There is zero percent plagiarized that's going to come up on this, so like you're you're in the clear, which is crazy. You used to have to like pay a service to write an essay for times, you. Different times, different times, different yeah. times. So with that being said, uh, you did say that Evan S felt pretty confident about being in the championship. I'll tell you how our dialogue went. Uh, Evan S failed to give me an AI chats. Um, that's crazy because it literally takes like one second to do that yeah so I'll kind of go through that uh, I asked him could you send me an AI generated trash talk to Eric J for us to use for the podcast tonight considering it's rivalry week sent him out of the office today said oh okay can't you use your can't you use your phone um, no text back <clears throat> then I okay. said okay Eric submitted this uh, if you want a rebuttal then turn it in by 9pm podcast time he said like I said too busy right now might get to it later Told him, it's time to make your championship journey a priority, don't you think? Mm-hmm. He said, I don't have anything to worry about. My team is firing on all cylinders. Sometimes a great manager stays out of his own way. Wow. So there, you hear it said, I mean, here live on the podcast, I mean, Evan S is not worried. Wisdom or apathy? A little bit of both. 
Honestly, I'm starting to lean towards the Eric J side now. With that kind of song? Yeah. With his players listening to that kind of song? I mean, the locker room is electric. Play, Evan is a playoff, is a poor fantasy manager. He's not that strong. Evan is a son of something. It's his He's going to get whacked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Let's actually talk about the matchup for a second, and then we can kind of move on. But um, mm-hmm. I'm pulling up the teams right now. Let's get through. I mean, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen against the Bears. That's that, good. That's good, but it also could be, you know what? You know what? Yeah, with the Bears actually clicking on offense towards the end of the season. Yeah, there, there'll be some points. There could be some points scored here. Some points between these guys. It's got Evan, obviously. Um, it's got Evan favored. I don't. I, it's one of these things. Uh, Saquon could have a historic night with the Giants trying to make a run. Um, relying on him heavily and with Nick Chubb being questionable. Yeah, and I just did not expect Ramondre to play this week, but he is at a limited in a limited practice. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what me and Evan talked about a little bit. He did say that it was nice to see on the bye week him playing even as a questionable, still mm-hmm. getting 25.7 points. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show there's no reason to not play the guy. 170 yards and a touchdown last week. I mean, sheesh. Um. I'll be honest. I'm rooting for Eric J. That's just the way it is uh, in my life, in my circle, and my how I operate is usually I want Evan S. to lose in most things. <clears throat> um, with that being said, his lineup is I feel like it's waning. Okay, we got Patriots against a good offense in Cincinnati. You know, if they two take away <clears throat> Burrow and Chase, it's not like Mixon can't have a huge game. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're I believe. Well, I guess they're actually in New England, so that helps. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Ken Walker, questionable. Chubb, questionable. So, we will see how it goes. I just uh, I can see myself leaning towards Evan S. the same way Sleeper is this week. Yeah. It's going to be a matchup for the ages. So, that is rivalry week. I appreciate all the effort put into that to conclude our final sections here. Davis gets out of the bye. And he's going to be going up against Isaac, who lost this week. And then we've also got um, Alex see a battle between the Tisvers. And to run through these very, very quickly, um, Davis and Isaac, we don't necessarily know, uh, we do care what happens between them, but we're not going to be going into uh, deep detail as to how they're producing the points they are. And likewise for the battle of the Alexes. Um, you hope that Alex Tisver can get the W here to secure a race for us, and that's all that I'm rooting for, and that's all we're really going to talk about. So for you guys in the poop bowl, good luck. Hope that you don't end up in the suit. We love you. Um, wishing you the best of luck uh, as you move forward. Let's go, Alex Tisver. Let's move on. All right, let's welcome uh, – so announcements um, – here are our announcements. Everybody have a great holidays. Yeah. Going into what is going to be a packed uh, – sorry, start this. We're not doing Thursday parlay. Um, it's just not going to happen oh. <laughs> this week uh, in honor of Rivalry Week. Right, in honor of it. Um, in honor of Rivalry Week, we're not going to be doing parlay Thursday. Um, parlay, parlay, so, parlay. Parlay, 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 parlay. Uh, announcements, yeah, everybody have a great holidays. We love you. Um, 
travel safely and enjoy the slate of games, man. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. You couldn't escape NFL football even if you tried. Yep. This time next week, one of us is going to be in the championship week. I'm telling you, man, I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean it. When Are I we say podding it. next week? Are you in pod town? Uh, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. So Okay. Um. Yeah, I should be here. Wednesday or Thursday, we'll try to get a podcast for, for everybody out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, shouts out, Keela Bing. Shouts out, Keela Bing. a great listener. Uh, my wife, love you dearly if you ever listen to this. Um, my daughter, listen to this and remember me. You know? In memoriam. <laughs> remember me. Coco, great song. Uh, anything else? Nope. Bad luck to you. Good I luck to me. I could not wish you the worst fate possible. Yeah, same. Because it wouldn't be enough. It couldn't be enough. I hope that Joe Burrow decides mm-hmm. not to play after one snap of football. I think he's going to want to play the whole game. I hope that Jamar Chase decides he's picking up finger painting instead of professional football after the first snap of football. He's too fast. He's too fast for finger painting, toe he's... painting. Cleat painting. We love you guys. Hope you enjoyed the pod. It's a beefer, that's for sure. So let's uh, let's wrap this thing up and give it an intro, huh? Yeah.